Welcome to another episode of Dumb Binge Binging. I'm Josh. And I'm Tegan. And <laughs> where to begin with this one? I really try. Like, it's it doesn't succeed most of the time because, like, I think I'm funny, but I'm not. I'm boring and I'm a bitch. So. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I try to make, like, some, like, fun little intro comment for this. Um, I don't know what to say. This movie. <laughs> <laughs> movie. Is that, I mean, that's like half the movie. It's just tit. Yeah. So I guess we're um, discussing a booby. <laughs> this movie's <laughs> broken me. <laughs> oh God. How do you feel about Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, the film? <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um, this movie is like, it's, I've been meaning to watch it for a while anyways, because not just this movie, but the whole character of Elvira that Cassandra mm-hmm. Peterson has created is like influential and an essential part of drag culture. Mm-hmm. She's like a really big deal. She's like she's one of the few cis women that I would consider her character to be a drag queen. If that makes sense. I feel like again, we've established in a yeah, previous episode. Like, I, I mean, don't it, comprehend that. <laughs> I have no understanding of that culture. <laughs> the same way as a lot of drag queens, she is mm-hmm poking fun at femininity like exaggerating her own femininity to point out the kind of ridiculousness of societal expectations of it yeah Um, she's also just very campy and it's just a very campy stupid character um (laughs) i (laughs) and i i feel like i might get lambasted for saying this (laughs) i wish it was morgoth this movie (laughs) That's fair. I was I was expecting it to be more goth, but I I read into like her ideas for this character and stuff a lot before the episode. Okay. Um, because the movie was different than I was expecting. But yeah, a lot. But <laughs> her whole I mean, so this character was well established before the movie oh, was yeah. made. Um, she had a whole like show which is like how the movie starts a show where she is talking about like stupid horror movies, basically. She, and like this, this is again, very revealing about the person I am in relation to this is I was like, Oh, it's a mystery science. (laughs) But it it is that kind of a thing. Yeah, exactly. Horror and particularly like B horror, like, um, it's what we could do if we were sexy uh. <laughs> <laughs> but like she talked to I like read an interview she did and she talked about like she wanted to con- like combine that kind of gothic appearance and like the horror elements and stuff with this like persona of like a Los Angeles Valley girl 
Uh-huh. And I think she succeeded at that. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't what I was expecting, but I think it is, I think, like, there are certain things I had issues with in, in this movie, but for the most part, I think she is very funny and, like, successful oh, yeah. at what she wanted to do. Um, I really, I, I love Elvira as a character. It's just, this movie is not what I, I wanted out of no, 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 yeah, it's it's very much not what I was expecting in the slightest going into and it. Again, we did talk about the whole like dissonance between the action and the aesthetic for the the character of Elvira. Yes, this what we're about to talk about has nothing to do with that. This movie just <laughs> fucking. I don't know. I re- <laughs> it's it's just wild. Like it is. I actually, in a weird sort of way, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, is basically um, Halloween to <laughs> Wong Fu. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. Um, and again, it's not the movie I was expecting. No, yeah, it's it's. <laughs> There are like many similar plot beats between the two, <laughs> and then the whole like a lot last... more played up. <laughs> that one is, and then the last portion of this movie with all the shit mm-hmm. that happened with that, I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah. And I want to, I want to lay out the conceit of this movie before we really jump in because this movie does not end where you think it will once it starts. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> get that out of the way because like yeah so okay so it starts with Elvira filming her TV show her like real life TV show that led mm-hmm. to the creation of this movie um and then and it is the character because Al- she had the, yes because it's and, not the actress yes and she quits because she has a show lined up in Vegas um mm-hmm. And she quits because she's like, oh, I have this lined up. And then finds out that she needs $50,000 to pay the people in Vegas. To pay specifically the people that handle the flamingos. Yes. <laughs> I want to point that out. Because, again, Which, it is an issue specifically with the flamingos that is mentioned multiple times in the movie. Nothing else is going wrong. It's no, yeah. And this is... um. And the Vegas stuff was just unexpected in and of itself. It made more sense. Like I said, I looked into it more and she started her whole career as a Vegas showgirl mm-hmm. when she was like 17. Jesus. And then she, oh, God. So she, like, her parents were like, no, you're only 17. And she argued with them to let her become a Vegas showgirl. My God, what the fuck? So she did. And then she was in a James Bond movie as a showgirl, and that's kind of how her like screen career really took off a little bit. Um, but anyways, so she needs to get this money, and she gets a letter that her aunt, great aunt, mm-hmm. died in like middle of nowhere, Massachusetts. So she's like, I 
all right, road trip. I'll be right back. I'll get this money. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, so, so it's, a, it's a very quick road trip sequence. Uh, she burns down a gas station. I, I love, like, Which was so funny. I love the whole road trip sequence. She picks up a hitchhiker and, like, he is covered in grime and he <laughs> has a machete. And she's like, okay, get in. And then she immediately kicks him out and he's like, <laughs> she's like, take your axe too. And then she like lights a gas station on fire. I mean, like, she doesn't. Her car is sick as hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's very good. I really loved it. I would have, I could have stood for more um, road trip shenanigans. But the thing is, this movie's like three movies. So, <laughs> they needed the time. Like, this isn't a long movie. No, yeah. And they needed all the time they could, they could to get through everything that happens. And, oh, God, we need, we need to keep going. Um, yeah, so she arrives to middle of nowhere, Massachusetts. And at this point... Um, and her car breaks you, down immediately. Yeah, you... Th- you're thinking that this is going to be like a classic 80s, 90s movie where it's like outsider comes to town and like starts improving everybody's life because of their like <laughs> deviant lifestyle, you know, like all a footloose. No, in- instead it's like it's everyone um... in town is immediately like either hates her or is like, oh, she's got titties. And um, that stays the same throughout mm-hmm. the whole movie. <laughs> Nobody's opinion changes. Uh, but it so like there's a couple scenes where that's happening, and then she goes to the reading of the will, and she <laughs> uh, inherits essentially everything, like no money. No, but she gets the the house. The poodle and the quote-unquote recipe book. Yeah. Which... We'll get to that later. We're Um, gonna have to. The brother Um, of the great aunt is pissed. He gets... He gets... I fucking... I love... I love that where, like... He... Obviously, they were on good enough terms where he, he knew she died... And like, well, and they lived in the same town and everything. Yeah, but also like the funeral home still like let him know to come in. They brought him in just to be like, you got, you didn't get shit, bitch. Like her, her, um, <laughs> she gave money to her maid and her and, driver. Yeah, but not her brother. <laughs> and he was just sitting there, like, with his cane, <laughs> and he's like, "I am pissed off now." Mm-hmm. Um, so then the, like, funeral home guy takes her to the house. Mm-hmm. She, it's run down. It's run down. It looks like the Adams family house, basically, from Which the outside. Coincidentally, um, the type of movie I was expecting. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, and it's, her aesthetic is definitely influenced by, like, Morticia Adams. Oh, yeah. But um but house is run down. Um 
still like appraised pretty highly so she's like i'll fix it up a little bit and uh, and sell sell it it. so i can get the money to go to vegas which Um, is like i love the optimism that's gonna happen immediately enough for you to pay the flamingos just like Um, somebody will buy this nasty house right away yeah that i've like used a hammer on her uncle is like i need that recipe book and i'll give you 50 dollars for it and she's like oh 50 dollars okay come by later <laughs> that's amazing all right and right around there is where she meets the the movie theater owner her the biggest... friend he that man is more titty than like head it's he, ridiculous. He is a himbo blueprint. <laughs> yeah, through and through. Um, no thoughts, just pecs. <laughs> <laughs> he he looks he looks like somebody put like a bike pump in his like arm. <laughs> and, like, like and just blew it, it up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what he looks like. And like. I, I just, I question his, like, cognitive um, processes a lot of the time because he genuinely did not look comfortable or interested in Elvira for quite a while. And then, like, <laughs> then they just fuck. Um, so, I, <laughs> I thought maybe it was, like, small town, like, oh, I'm just a nice man <laughs> kind of thing. I- but no, I, I guess... I thought they he was fuck. interested in her immediately. I did not get that reading. Um, I picked up on it the whole time, but <laughs> I don't know. This like anyway, if, it if, doesn't matter. If people can read it, it was obviously like it was obviously intended to be romantic, um, because that's what ends up happening. It's just I was not. The, the bus missed me on that. I was waiting at the stop and it just blew past. <laughs> and I was like looking at my phone and I had no fucking clue. <laughs> and you, um, and, um, so then and, he comes just, by for the recipe book, but the dog knows he's evil. Yeah. It's the recipe book. And then, like, at that point, you're like, oh, it's just like. The dog knows he's evil in a sense that he's an old man. Um, he's a white <laughs> old man. And they were she just came into like pretty valuable shit. So like it's pro like you think it's like an investor kind of evil. <laughs> like he's like, I, I know about stocks and shit. And you're like, uh oh, don't trust that because you shouldn't. Um <laughs> I also want to take he- a second to just like this dog's name is Algonquin, and she's like, that's a terrible name. Your name's Gonk now. <laughs> no. It's so funny. Gonk. <laughs> killed me. It's it, like, so it, funny. It's I don't so know funny. why. <laughs> I, it shouldn't be, but it is. It, it's like, the concept of like a living creature being named like a gonk. cartoon sound effect. It sounds like the cousin of like a swamp from Mario. <laughs> I like I here comes Gunk and Thwomp. The fucking Doge Bonk meme. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> just the cartoon, like, boom! And then, like, the head gets all, like, flat. And not only does she rename this little, like, toy poodle, she also gives him a makeover so he has a sick-ass mohawk now. He's, um, he's goth gonk. And... <laughs> He's got like a leather studded bracelet. It's like, so funny, and his fur is like randomly shaved in different places, but not everywhere. He looks awful. <laughs> he looks awful. It's so funny. He looks like what ABC Family does to try to make like one of their cast members in like their teen sitcom dramas uh, look edgy is just like random piercings everywhere. Yeah. Like, the one that recently came up on, like, my Twitter feed, I think it was actually from the kissing booth. She had, like, a a dermal on her chin, but it wasn't, like, under her <laughs> lip where, like, you have skin to pierce. It was, like, on the tip, like, the tip of her chin. I'm like, that's bone. But, like, Netflix? <laughs> that's hey, bone. That's and Gotham's that's house of... pierced her bone. <laughs> that's kind of what gonk looks like. <laughs> Except, like, it's a dog. It's not pierced. It's so funny, though. It's, oh. it's just like, there's nothing like cohesive happening there. Like, not even like an artful punk way. Um, it's just like, you left that dog alone with a toddler is what it looks like. No, yeah. <laughs> I cannot stress how uncomfortable the entirety of Gonk made me after that makeover. I was like, I'm like, somebody get this dog to a groomer, please. Yeah. He looks so bad. It's like the fucking Karen asymmetrical bob. I hate it. <laughs> and then, so uncomfortable. So then, yeah, the dog hides the book. Um, <sighs> all the teens in the town fucking love Elvira because all booby. the parents are Karens and they're like, oh, this goth booby bitch is here. <laughs> so I'll become her like riot squad basically <laughs> those teens go cr- like they're like i will kill somebody for you i hope you know <laughs> they try to like they break like, her they, they, well they try to break her out of jail yeah. they don't they break themselves into jail exactly for elvira <laughs> but but all the teens fucking love elvira they make they do all the repairs to the house for her and then the movie theater owner bob his name's bob um, yeah, who we will be referring to as uh, Slut from now on. <laughs> Himbo McJones. <laughs> the, the Peck King. <laughs> <laughs> He's he, like, when they first met, he was like, I'm only allowed to play G-rated movies. <laughs> and so she's sad. like, she was like, anyways, we're gonna have a horror night. <laughs> Which is like, he, um, he's she, like the movie theater's failing and like so she does her thing but like live essentially yeah they have like a movie and then she does her thing and she gets carried basically but it's tar and feathers instead of blood which like I think uh, like the tar and feathers when I first saw it cause she had like the whole god I forget the music video because I'm not old and I didn't live through this cultural it's, phenomenon. It's not a music video, it's a movie. It's Flashdance. Oh! So she, it's like the... Why did I think it was 
music video. It's like the girl version of Footloose, kind of. Yeah. But um, But her plan was like... It does the thing, like the over the chair, like the water, but she was going to do like gold quest. Yeah. And, but they replaced it with tar and then feathered her. Uh, Which like, I thought originally it was like fake blood. Which I was like, this is only a positive for you and your aesthetic. I would have personally in that position, I would have gone full carry. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I would have been like, yeah. That's obviously what the reference was. Yeah, but it's still, but yeah. Anyways, then they she like goes back to her house and Bob comes with her and he's hungry, <laughs> so she's like, "Oh, I'll use my aunt's recipe book." And this, <laughs> and it's when- a spell book, like a demon summoning kind of spell book and again like you there's so much like cognitive dissonance watching this movie that you're like okay it's a spell book she's got weird shit your your brain is like there's no way it can progress past like fake homeopathic wiccan kind of shit well and i was honestly here okay so before we reveal what happens what i was expecting was like she's gonna make the thing right mm-hmm. like the she's gonna like follow the <laughs> recipe and I thought because of that one ad with her and that like werewolf I thought it was gonna turn Bob into a werewolf oh and we were gonna have like but no she just basically no, um... creates like a basically like a baby xenomorph from alien yeah and it's like she brings the food out and she's like, I made soup. <laughs> and she and opens like, it and this fucked up little alien thing pops out. I don't know what she was expecting when like Not the ingredients, ingredients called for like straight up things. worms. Like she put worms in there and she's like, soup. Well, and she Me didn't and my like, recognize that they were worms. No. It's like she's like, oh, must be expired. <laughs> That's fine. It's more of a chowder, quite honestly. And then if, this, if I'm gonna be real, here, <laughs> it was a chowder. This fucked up little alien pops out, and they shove it into the garbage disposal. <laughs> and the dog, Gonk, takes <laughs> takes the book, runs upstairs into a secret room that she had like a nightmare about earlier yeah it's Mm -hmm. the attic and they go in there and find all her great aunt's stuff and realize like oh fuck she was a witch and then she just like pulls out a she tries to do a spell and there's a snake but it's dark and she can't tell it's a snake and she's like oh I think it must have been a love spell Bob (laughs) And then, girl, and then they turn, they light a candle, and she's like, Oh, fuck, it's a snake. So then she's like, Oh, wait, I have access to magic now, I will get revenge. And then she makes, and then it backfires a little because she substitutes one ingredient for hamburger helper at like the town (laughs) potluck, but like they don't see her bring it there, she just puts it there. Mm -hmm. And then it makes everyone real horny. It was um, eh, of a scene. <laughs> I was not comfortable. 
Um, <laughs> I mean, it was awkward, but it was funny to an extent. Like, I get what they were going for. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it was like, still awkward. It's like, ooh, the consent here is a little... <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um, And then the town is like, she did... Well, the town, at the insistence of her great uncle, is like, she's a witch, we gotta kill her. Just like... So she's in jail... She's in jail. The teenagers <laughs> break the roof, but it's the wrong cell. And so they're in jail. So they're in with jail. With a jackhammer. Yeah. That nobody takes from them, and they decide not to use after that. Did they have a jackhammer? Did I thought they, they just a- jumped until it broke. No, it was because I remember the, the jackhammer like noise. <laughs> and the cops just didn't give a fuck. And then... Um, and then they burn her at the stake. Try and to. I'm not kidding. I am no. I'm just like I straight up. I want to be as blatant with the. They fucking. They light her on fire. Mm-hmm. It gets to the point where she is on fire. They burn her at the stake. Yeah. And then we have a flashback to Elvira being dropped off at an orphanage. And she finds like, out okay, that her. We're, we're getting Elvira. Her origin, uncle. Is, her great uncle, like killed her mother mm-hmm. so her great aunt was like we gotta get you out of here so that you'll be safe until you can fix things or whatever yeah and then, and then-, and then she gets a big fucking gun she she summons a thunderstorm yeah and, and then facing her uncle and she just gets a big fucking gun he, um, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't, but it's so funny. Um, her uncle is straight up a warlock now. He is in robes and he has a, yeah. a scepter. Because he um, the spell. I think we we skipped over that. Is um, he has a fucking scepter now? He does, and he's wearing like nasty robes. Fucking Branch Davidian looking. Anyway. Um, like he's just straight up evil now. He's like gliding through like the misty <laughs> alleyways. He's like, nah! um, I'm not paraphrasing. And before he did do that, right before this, um, Elvira sent Bob back to her house to get the book, and, um, and Bob got out. Shape shifting powers now. Yeah, I mean he, he always did. He turns into a Mohawk rat and then a Rottweiler. <laughs> Which, like, at this point. If you could be a Rottweiler, why did you decide to stay a butchered poodle? Poodle, that's just like <laughs> the most fucked up looking poodle I've ever seen. <laughs> and he's like, this is fine, and I will continue being this until I need to be a larger dog. The thought process on on Gonk is a little questionable. Um... <laughs> Um, but the, anyways, then Elvira banishes her uncle to the underworld. She does cut off his hand as well. Yes. Um, and we get like a bunch of shots of a very bad looking. And then she starts to leave town and finds out that because she was technically the closest living relative to her great uncle, she got all his money. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to Vegas and puts on a goth showgirl show. Yeah. So, um, 
at this point, you're like, you you start to be like, how did I get here? And then she starts rapping, and you're like, oh god, oh no, <laughs> and like that's all you think. So it's great, like diversion of that. You're like, oh, this she should not be rapping, and I'm I'm not having fun during this, and you don't even think about the fact that she's <laughs> canonically a witch now, a sorceress. Um, <laughs> the the mistress of dark of the dark. Because she's too busy putting on a <laughs> Goth Vegas show and rapping. And I, it's just. Even now, I am speechless. <laughs> I. It's just. Because again, you're like, oh, I had fun. Like, you know, like. The, the outsider comes in, shakes up, like, a inarguably shitty town yeah it is oppressive to live there like that's a fun storyline and then you're like i'm also having fun with magic powers it's kind of campy and then like well that's that's the thing like burn her at the stake and then like this movie was not in any way what i was expecting no but i did enjoy it like it was (laughs) fun for me to watch it was so difficult for me to get through this movie. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I spent so much of my youth doing those, watching the 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 bad movie series, like the like really bad parody series. It's like disaster movie and whatever. I <laughs> actively sought out and watched those, and like at the time. To- at the time, like, I knew I wasn't having fun. I knew I didn't like them. But, like, <laughs> I was a 13-year-old girl desperately trying to, like, fit in. And I only had male friends. So, <laughs> this movie, like, and I know this was not the intent at all. Like, this is coming from a different viewpoint of media at that point. Because, like, yeah, her intent is to parody something from like what's expected of her as a woman and I get that um it's just it was too much for me like I it it's too much uh, that's fair um and I think I think like going back to earlier I think part of the reason I enjoyed this so much is like I want to do drag and mm-hmm. like be part of that culture and Elvira is such like in such an important influential part of that, and that's where a lot of her character comes from. She spent a lot of time when she was younger performing in gay clubs and stuff to make money. Mm-hmm. And like the second Elvira movie, which we're not talking about right now, but like she premiered that for like at like AIDS donation events and stuff so she's like a big part of that community and I think that made me appreciate it more is that I was able to find references that I didn't realize were from this throughout this if that makes sense yeah like but it was definitely not what I was expecting or really wanting from this movie at all it was Mm -hmm. like a for me, a pleasant surprise, but it was still like 
not what I was expecting in the slightest. No, um, I don't know how. It's just the whiplash of like every plot point. Yeah, that's um, fair. <laughs> in conjunction with, I never once expected it to be. Um, uh, I'm going to a small town that has never experienced a goth before. That's not the kind of movie I thought would be made with this character. No, yeah, and I I can totally understand, and I agree with that. Like, it's just yeah. not what I was expecting. So much of the difficulty with this movie is like, oh, this is the movie they made with this character. And <laughs> on top of, like, just, like, the extreme horniness of teens, I did not... Yeah, and I I didn't notice that, really. I mean, I did, but it was like... I was too busy noticing her and Timbo McJones being horny for each other. It, it's just an incredibly horny movie. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I feel like I recently said that about The Mask. <laughs> <laughs> is not a great through line to have between these two episodes um i mean there's a lot of similarities in the fact that like i really really don't think there are i've i've seen the mask and i still was not prepared for what the mask was and similarly i was not prepared for what this movie was both like okay yeah I think I have an idea of what this movie is and like I did not um, <laughs> like they're not the same movie at all like, no but, in, but I do know what you mean though by that like <laughs> I was I was excited for this because I thought this was going to be like a like a parody of like what the TV show is it's like okay she gets off filming and then like somehow stumbles into her own B horror movie and like she's like like, oh, this is, like, what I do. And, like, she's making, like, fun jokes about that. And it's, not, like, like a for serious, you're a witch. <laughs> yeah, well, and I think... I think that me might be more of what the second one is. I, I can't say for sure, but I know the second one was, like, filmed in Romania. Oh. So, like, I feel like that one probably leans into horror and stuff more. And they're just, they're producing another one like as we speak. Yeah, they are. <laughs> which is a more direct sequel to this one, they said. But I I don't know. I I would <laughs> like to try to track down the TV show. Oh yeah. It I'm just like it would be a missed opportunity if they didn't do a fun B-movie horror with this character. Yeah. I would love to see her like consistently chewing the scenery of like rubber. The haunted tire, you know? (laughs) (laughs) There's like it's so easy to like especially when the the point of the movie is her making fun of the movie while she's in it and not like making like a wolf cop, you know, like no, yeah, 
it's so easy to throw together a very schlocky horror movie when it's like half, like less than half of the actual movie. Yeah, and I, I was so excited for that. No, yeah, I, I, I can totally understand that. But again, most of my issue with this movie is like I was sitting here like, huh? And that's I. Huh? I wasn't expecting what we got, but I was more than you were because like I said coming from like what I know of Elvira I at least a little bit more knew what to expect and see here is (laughs) (laughs) oh god I'm like realizing before I say it how like this is like alluding to a can of worms that I don't know if we can fully <laughs> open on the podcast of like what kind of like weird family members I have. Um, but it is it once I say this out loud, it's not shocking that these my grandparents did um, result in having my aunt who kept a life size cardboard cut out of Jack Sparrow in their living room. <laughs> um, my experience with Elvira is my grandparents had a large cardboard cutout which is a chip ad and it's Miss Piggy from the Muppets dresses Elvira <laughs> with chips on her Muppet titties oh so, my god this is all I knew of Elvira <laughs> just in the dark oh my god. <laughs> yeah that's and like, a- that's fair Again, this is not the generation that raised me, but they did raise the man that raised me. Um, <laughs> they raised the man that married the woman that raised me. <laughs> if we're getting like really like, if you, you want to get about technical, it. About it. <laughs> he does not have a lot of impact on like child rearing as like any man of that ilk does. Yeah. So. But um, I do live, like, within, like, pretty close proximity to my grandparents. So I saw that specific <laughs> board cut out quite a lot. Um, and also my grandparents didn't have cable nor internet. So that's all we really could do is hang out in the basement with their with, several, with several walls of M&M memorabilia. And Miss Piggy dresses <laughs> Elvira. Oh my god. I found out recently that neither of them know who that M&M memorabilia collection is for. What? They both just keep buying it because they, they think, think the other one other collects it? What? Yeah. They legitimately argued about whose collection it was. And I'm like... <laughs> Why are old people like that? Like, I know whose trucker hat collection that is. It's my trucker grandfather. Well, yeah. Uh, but, like, how do you accidentally start collecting M&M stuff M&M for the M&M other M&M. person? Yeah. And, like, I don't know how they've gotten this into their possession, but they do have two of those large um, grocery store <laughs> M&M, like, life-size M&Ms that they put the bags of M&Ms in. Oh, my God. That you could take and but so they have two of those so like again it's not like out of the question that my grandparents would own this uh, this is just 
long-winded context for I did not know what this character was. Um, for all of my life, I thought she was fully played straight. I did not know she was like kind of like a fun joke character. See, yeah, and that's like I said, this movie. I was so expecting more of the horror-y kind of stuff, but I didn't mm-hmm. know she was a fun joke character from the get-go. But this is also like like I've seen her more than in this movie. Mm-hmm. Some of my friends have met her. Oh fuck! But she comes to the like Des Moines Comic Con sometimes, mm-hmm. and then and she's guest judged on Drag Race like three or four times now. I. I mean, like, from what I've seen, which is this, only this movie and that one specific Miss Piggy parody, um, I really love her. Oh, no, yeah, she's iconic, but it's not what, it's definitely not what you're expecting if you don't know that that's how she is. And, like, this... This isn't surprising that I don't know anything about this character because I've lived my life without seeing many um, <laughs> popular media franchises. Um, which, I mean, I don't know if we, we've we laid it out. Um, I, I definitely, like, I have mentioned, I have to have mentioned Groundhog's Day. Because yeah, no, you've definitely. incredibly <laughs> funny that I grew up in the town that it was filmed in and I still haven't seen it. And I will continue to not see it because it's so fucking funny that I haven't. Yeah. But like, I haven't seen Alien. Um, none of the Jurassic Park movies. Yeah. <laughs> Watched Halloween for the first time senior year of college. <laughs> I don't. Well, and... It's I like it's kind of funny to like look at like like this is a Halloween cult classic, mm-hmm. but like of like comparing this to like other Halloween cult classics in the same kind of vein, like like Rocky Horror. Oh, Rocky yeah. Horror is like a more horror than Elvira was exactly. Uh- and that's it didn't feel like that I was surprising Halloween <laughs> like, and like stepped on the step on me button and then suddenly my great uncle was a sorcerer that's <laughs> what it felt like um <laughs> yeah it's it's weird it was a weird experience and I I'm definitely not revisiting this movie I'm also not regretting seeing it it's just yeah it's just not what you're expecting at all I can't in good conscience make the assumption that people care enough about what we talk about or like us in general to listen to us and watch things that we discuss after the fact. Um, but like if there's anything that I need to stress from any movie that we watch and we discuss and somebody decides to go view for themselves is there is no way <laughs> to prepare for what this movie is unless like you actually look into it. You can't look at the character and be like, I know what this is. I've seen pictures of Morticia Adams. No. You d- you don't know what this is. Um No, like you really do not. <laughs> and I I enjoyed it. I think I could see myself watching it again at some point. Um 
But it's, yeah, you really can't prepare yourself for it. Because looking at her, you're like, it's going to be like a sexy Adams family kind of thing. <laughs> God, I wish. But no, it's not. <laughs> it's not even close. Um, it's Tu Wang Fu and Hocus Pocus. <laughs> and, and Gonk. Gonk. It is Gonk. We are gonk. <laughs> Me? Gonk. <laughs> Gungonka. <laughs> oh, I the forgot donkey? about me, Gungonka. <laughs> oh, I have to go watch me, Gungonka, now after we record. <laughs> like, it's just... Me? Gungaga. <laughs> Gungaga. Anyways. I love it. Anyways. Um, I honestly don't know this- how much more I really can say about this no because because like i can't there's so much to say. Watch. and also it's like like i said i did enjoy it and i kind of think you just need to see it for yourself yeah um it's just there's so much that happens and i will add like I, like we've already talked I, like, I you can't notes. expect and stuff i'll add a couple notes like obvi- for one obviously elvira is just like iconic like mm-hmm. I like no matter if you've seen the movie or anything, you've seen her somewhere. But also, just like, um, oh god, what was I gonna say? I just lost my train of thought. You had two points. I did, and I lost one. You got through ADHD brain said (laughs) bye bye. ADHD said me. Gaga. <laughs> um, um, it's just I. But you, so you just thoughts. you just kind of have to see it for it's yourself. So many feelings. Like, There's no articulation. Oh, I was gonna say, this. this movie is like it didn't get great reviews upon release, but it is like. Apparently, a big part of like the most recent wave of feminism has claimed it as one of the first actually sex positive movies. Oh yeah, which um, I can totally see. It's I love that about this movie yeah. is she she's she's so totally unashamed about her sexuality. It's it's but also not, like, like so many thoughts, so many feelings, no articulation here right now. I think what um, I was gonna say, like, she's sexual, but not in a way where she's like a pushover or like quote unquote slutty or whatever. It's like she I, she owns her sexuality and embraces it, and at the same time, she won't let other people force that force their views of her sexuality onto her. There is a handful of scenes where I honestly like. I, I don't know where to classify them. They're definitely harassment. Yes. Some of them might be categor- categorically assault. Yes. Um, but she does get, like, harassed by a couple men who just assume by the way that she dresses and the way she acts, they can take advantage of her. And she shuts it down. Like she Every, fucking, every single time she, she shuts her, it down. Like, and that's, like... Amazingly. Like, and like we see that like, more now, but this movie came out in 1988. 
it's never that was, depicting. It was kind of a big deal at the time. It's never depicting her sexuality as the problem that led to these interactions. Exactly. It is it's solely own feeling of ownership and like they can do whatever they want just because of how she presents herself. It, like, I, I really, like, it was amazing. I liked seeing it. It was also, like, it's an 80s movie. So, again, there's, like, not the best way they could display that because the movie is still depicting her in a way that kind of presents those ideas while lambasting the characters that act on it. But... No, yeah, but... It tried. But it tried, and it tried more than a lot of movies at that time did. Exactly. So, I, I really appreciated that. I liked that a hell of a lot. Um, and, like, I don't know. It's it's refreshing because movies that came out after this are so much worse. Exactly. <laughs> Dealing with, like, the same kind of a character. So, I love seeing that. Um, <laughs> I had a point that was going to lead me back to talking about Underworld again. Oh um, and I totally lost it. So <laughs> it's kind of like a blessing because we talk about Underworld quite a bit for forgetting to release the episode that's yeah. coming out next week. Well, anyway, it's <laughs> coming out the week before this one, Will. Is it? Yeah, this episode isn't released till the second week of October. Jesus. Underworld was supposed to come out. Oh my god. Almost a full month before this Under- episode. Underworld straight up, I think, maybe um, took like <laughs> an emil- <laughs> um a blender to like at least like half of a lobe in my brain. <laughs> because that's all on me. Um, I <laughs> I will admit <laughs> that was my bad. It's my fault too. I should have been paying attention <laughs> but anyway anyways that was gonna relate back to underworld for like the fourth episode non-underworld episode but i forgot it well so, that's for the best <laughs> it is we need to leave it in our past um i don't know why it haunts me so um <laughs> so um, unless unless we have made another mistake you will have have, have already had access to Underworld before this episode comes out. I'm not going to make you listen to it, but it, if everything goes according to how it should from this point on, you have already had the opportunity to listen to us talk about Underworld, even though you have listened to us talk about Underworld previously um, under the assumption under- that I did not <laughs> do my job bad. Um, Anyways, um, so... I think we just need to wrap up. Um, we need to wrap up because again, I, like- I enjoyed this movie. I think I would recommend it, watching it at least once, um, just because it is just- like, even it, like it's not going to be what you're expecting at all. But there are there is like a reason it's a cult classic, and like there's a reason Elvira is such like an iconic character. Hmm. Um, it's just, I honestly think, I don't think, I wish, I, I don't think, <laughs> I wish that 
<laughs> that I had seen the TV show instead. Um, I think is where I met with the movie. <laughs> I, I wish we just watched the TV show because as someone who willingly watched <laughs> Mystery Science Theater, uh, <laughs> I think I would have had more fun with the movie um, because, again, hearkening back to two main points about me, if you are collect like, if you are really loving the show and making us a wiki, <laughs> here are two facts that I cannot stress far enough that need to be in my page. Is that I am a bitch <laughs> and I'm stupid. I mean, that so, goes like, for both. And I'm not in funny. the name of our show. It's We are stupid like, and we are bitches. But... The, the the name is not bitch. I mean, uh, it would be, it could be. <laughs> but anyway, um, I like to be a bitch, and I like to watch media where you are allowed to be a bitch about the media, and that's what those mo- those types of shows are: is you watch something that's bad for the sole purpose of being a bitch about it. See, and I can't. And I was like. I like the concept of that, but I literally cannot sit through any amount of mystery science theater. That's fair. Because I can't. Um. <laughs> I like to watch things and make my own comments. I cannot sit there and watch somebody else do it. <laughs> it's literally like, I'm like, haha, I'm <laughs> having conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and we are we are all we are all sitting here and we are funny <laughs> but no again i cannot stress this enough and like this is i i'm making it a point because this is a new revelation i've had about myself in adulthood and it's okay and you have to work on it but i am not funny i'm a bitch <laughs> you're not that you're not really mean that much but anyways <laughs> Anyways, follow us on Twitter at Dumb Binge Binge. Yeah, we need to... That's a good... Let's end the episode. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're at Dumb Binge Binge. Uh, we will be t- posting do- a donation or petition link related to the Black Lives Matter movement in the episode description and the Twitter thread underneath the episode because we can't post two links in one tweet. Um, so keep an eye out right. for that. Um <laughs> What's next? My, what do we have? <laughs> hold on. It's not Underworld. It, it, it is not Underworld. Join us next week as we talk about Soul Eater. I almost said the second anime. It is not the second anime we've talked about. Uh, third. It will be the third. It could be um, because Naruto is art. Well, that's is Naruto is that that one anime joke. is art. So actually... It is a Texan anime. <laughs> anyway, so, we'll be talking about Soul later. Um, so join us for that. <laughs> this episode has gone so far off the rails. Soul Eater! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening! This has been...